Welcome to the Brilliant Choices audio show, where we tell you about brilliant choices to have a smile that'll last a lifetime. Thank you for joining us on the Brilliant Choices podcast. Uh, My name is Lori, and today I have Noelle with me. Noelle is a registered dental hygienist, and she's also the oral care specialist for Brilliant Oral Care. Hi, Noelle. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, Lori. How are you? Doing great. Thank you. Um, Today, I want to talk about a segment of the population that... Is, is a group of people that go through a lot, a lot of hard struggles, and that's people uh, diagnosed with certain cancers that are in the throes of chemotherapy, and there are so many side effects to chemotherapy. People hear about or talk about, oh my goodness, you know, they're going to lose their hair, um, they don't feel well, they're nauseated, but there is so many symptoms to chemotherapy that come along that I I think the general population is not aware of. And I kind of wanted to bring that to the forefront of the conversation today, um, just about what you know, what you have seen and experienced and walked through, and then maybe just some suggestions for people that are in the throes of chemotherapy, maybe some helpful um, items or products or, or maybe ideas we could kind of shift them towards maybe that'll kind of help their journey through chemotherapy. So what are some of the ways that, that you know that chemotherapy patients are, are walking through hard times? Yeah, this is, <clears throat> this is one of those topics that, you know, it hits personally um, and it hits professionally uh, in so many ways. And I, I don't, say that as a badge of honor at all. I wish I didn't have any experience with cancer or chemotherapy ever. Um, Cancer is stupid. Right. (laughs) And I wish it would just go away. (laughs) But um, it doesn't seem like that's going to happen. And it's the one thing, you know, cancer just kind of shuts down the conversation in a room immediately. You know, somebody says, oh, you know, by the way, I have cancer. It just it changes the air um, and it changes how you look at everything. Um, It's, it's a spectrum disease. You know, you can have, and it sounds kind of silly to say, you can have a little bit of cancer, you can have a lot of cancer. Um, And depending on what kind of cancer you have, where it is, um, how hard it is to get to it depends on the treatment, the drugs, uh, the, the, you know, recovery, there's so many factors. So I try not to ever, you know, be a person that's like, oh, this is what you have to do. This is how you have to do it. This is what you got to take. And this is, because it doesn't, it, that doesn't matter. It's, it's all about the person and what they have and what they're going through. Um, and honestly, their history before they were diagnosed, um, you know, how well were they taking care of themselves beforehand? Uh, so there's so many things that could be talked about that this segment could never even fully cover. But, you know, professionally uh, in seeing patients that, you know, were, were dealing with some sort of a cancer diagnosis, uh, the very first thing that pops to my mind is dry mouth. And dry mouth is extremely... Um, devastating 
in any factor, and you can get dry mouth without having cancer. You could just be taking a medication for your diabetes or your heart or for, um, you know, post-traumatic stress syndrome. Pretty much every drug on the market honestly has the side effect of dry mouth. But uh, the saliva is very protective to the teeth, and you need about a liter or so of saliva a day to even process and break down your own food that you're eating. If you don't have that, then you're disrupting not only your GI tract, but your entire digestional system. So when you have something as um, serious as cancer being added into the picture, I can't stress enough the importance of having a team. Um, and hopefully that this happens in a place where you have a team with your family, you have a team with your oncologist, you have a team with um, your oral care specialist and whatever else it is with your body and your life where people are on the same page, they understand what you're going through and they're all working together to help you get through this process. Um, but orally speaking, I mean, the, the first flag that flies up in my head is dry mouth, dry mouth, dry mouth. Uh, if you don't have enough saliva in your mouth protecting your teeth, you are going to get rampant decay so unbelievably fast. Um, even if you're not even eating anything, I, I know that sounds crazy, but you know, if, if you're at a place where you're in your chemotherapy or your radiation, um, and your chemotherapy regimen is pretty strong and pretty heavy, uh, you're not going to be eating a lot, and whatever you do happen to get on your stomach, you may even be having some side effects of nausea and vomiting. That acid on the teeth adds just another layer. So um, the first thing I talk to my patients about is keeping their mouth moisturized, um, not only with trying to reestablish their saliva, but making sure that they know just keep a water bottle with you at all times, even if you feel like you can't drink the water. Because I, I mean, I've seen it firsthand where just taking a small sip of water could make somebody completely nauseous and vomit. Mm -hmm. um, if you're that sick and you're going through that deep of a place of chemotherapy and treatment, that is absolutely uh, an everyday occurrence. And it's, honestly heartbreaking to see somebody that can't keep down a few ice chips. Um, yeah. So there are things like xylitol. I'm a huge proponent of xylitol. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. And it comes in so many different forms. You can get it in the gel where if you're helping somebody through the season that they're going through, um, you can just kind of swipe it in their mouth for them. You can put it on a super, super supple, soft toothbrush and kind of rub it in their mouth because their mouth tends to get really sensitive and tender. Um, if they're able to squish and spit, you can get xylitol in a rinse that does not have any alcohol in it. Uh, you want to eliminate alcohol in any form, whether it be from oral care product or uh, recreational consumption, whatever. Alcohol needs to go out the door because it's not only drying, but it's a carcinogen in and of itself. Um, and then there are also things that, um, i trying to think of the name for it. My mind just went blank. Uh, it's, oh, my mind just went blank, but it's like an oral tablet. You can stick to the roof of the mouth and it sticks there 
and it releases this coating into the mouth. So for somebody who's bedridden, maybe somebody who's in the hospital or who's really um, at those maybe uh, more severe stages of treatment, um, this allows them to keep moisture in their mouth with the xylitol by placing, it's almost like a self-dissolving tablet. Um, and it adheres to the roof of the mouth and it increases saliva stimulation. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of where my mind goes thinking about the the first onset of what chemo and cancer can do orally. Now, I've also heard that chemotherapy can all always or most of the time make people's gums sore or make it to the mm -hmm. point where it's really painful for them to brush their teeth. So, yeah, is it, are these kind of suggestions that go along the lines with that? Yeah, so. Um, I've had, you know, a spectrum of patients. Chemotherapy can can be, you know, like my godmother right now. She's on chemotherapy, but it's a pill. You know, she takes it orally every day. It doesn't bother her quite as much. Um, I honestly don't know the entire drug breakdown of whatever it is that she's taken for her chemotherapy, but she still has her hair. She can still eat. She doesn't have the side effects. She has a much milder type of breast cancer um, and she's in her 80s so it's almost like you know they're trying to just shrink it a little bit I think she's more at risk for having a surgery at this point in her life than she is yeah. for uh, you know doing more chemotherapy so we're kind of helping guide her through that um, and then I've also had um, experiences where you know a very close friend of mine had a seriously aggressive form of cancer that just rocked her world and it just ravaged her body. And she went from, you know, being a working mom, having, you know, I don't even know what you would call a normal life, but just a normal life for a working mom. You're going and you're doing everything that you need to sustain uh, your family and your job. And then you, within two weeks, are totally bedridden because the amount of chemotherapy and the the medicinal cocktails that you're getting intravenously is killing the cancer cells, but it's also killing everything else. It's killing all of the good bacteria. It's killing everything that's supportive um, with your white blood cells and your immune system. So when your immune system is, is taken that far down, literally to almost death, that's what had the way they described it for her is like, we're going to get her as close to almost killing her to be able to save her. Um, and that was just what they felt like they needed to do because her cancer was so aggressive. Um, and for her, it was just whatever we could do to make her comfortable. So mm -hmm. she wasn't in a place where she was eating. She was on, on tubes and IV and we were just moisturizing her mouth and giving her ice chips and um, doing those small bits of things. So having... <clears throat> Having a team, having an oral care team, having a dentist um, and the hygienist, um, and then your oncologist and your um, all your other ologists, you know, everybody else who's a part of taking care of you, working together to figure out what they need to do to take care of you is um, is integrally, you know, important um, because it all works together. You know, you have to have if you're killing everything to try to kill the cancer cells, you have to be 
supporting the body in another way. You have to be getting that into the body in some other way. And one of the things I love about Brilliant Oral Care is that we have our special soft toothbrush, which is, is and I've tried a lot of toothbrushes. I've been in clinical um, care for 25 years. I've had personally experienced uh, cancer with friends and family. Um, and I honestly, I swear, I honestly say that our special soft toothbrush is the best toothbrush for anybody going through chemo, um, radiation, cancer, or even just an oral sensory disorder or challenge because it's so soft and because it's got bristles all the way around. The 360 degrees of bristles, it just feels good, especially to somebody who's been in a hospital and they've been laying in a bed for weeks and they might have had, you know, a sponge or something put in their mouth or a washcloth, which <clears throat> I don't know if you've ever had like a hair in your mouth, like you get a hair stuck in your mouth or something, like somehow, you know how it feels huge, you can feel it, but sometimes it's like you feel like you can't get it out, like it's stuck somewhere on your teeth and you're like, oh, I can't get this hair out of my mouth. So the yeah. mouth amplifies anything that's inside of it so much. Um, and if you have gingival inflammation or gingival overgrowth, or if you've not had um, salivary stimulation in the mouth, all of those things affect how the mouth feels. And to have a super supple, therapeutic style brush that can sweep not only the tooth, the gum line, but the inside of the cheeks, it just feels good. Um, and, and, and the same for like somebody that may have oral surgery, you know, oral cancer is um, increased significantly in the past 10 to 15 years. And a lot of that is because of human papillomavirus. Mm. Um, and so we're seeing um, rates of oral cancer that have, you know, increased so much. And, you know, you have oral cancer, you're having radiation directed right to the face, the jawbone, the mouth. And that literally obliterates the salivary glands it almost defunctions them and sometimes they never recover from that like you never recover your ability for your salivary glands to fully produce the saliva that they were producing before um, and so if you have an oral cancer diagnosis and somebody that that's going through that um, it's even you know it's even more important for them to have an oral therapist who's who's walking along with them and, and bringing in products and therapies and therapeutics um, as they're going through that process. Now, you talked about oral cancer has become a, a pretty significant problem in the last couple of years. What are, are some of the symptoms of that? What should people be looking for if they're wondering, I've got problems going on with my mouth. Like, what, what are the symptoms that they need to be taking seriously? Yeah, oral cancer is, is is a snake. It's really sneaky. Um, you know, you think of cancer, you think of like dark, black, spotty, you know, like suspicious. Um, I've had patients actually come in and they were like, oh my gosh, I have a black spot on my gums. It wasn't there two weeks ago. It's there now. I can't get rid of it. And they come in and, and I say this without any funniness to it at all, but I'll literally take my instrument and 
sweep it underneath their gums in the right direction and I pull out just a little piece of pepper <laughs> that slid up underneath their gums and just caused this reflection of like a black spot. And so mm -hmm. most people think cancer is being, you know, dark and uh, suspicious, but most oral cancers are not that way. Um, I've never seen personally an oral cancer uh, that was that advanced that it came in and it was like, oh, wow, yeah, that's definitely oral cancer. Usually it tends to try to blend in with the rest of the mouth. It appears uh, maybe a little white or whiter than the rest of the tissue. Um, mm -hmm. It's lacy. It almost looks like a pattern. Um, it can be a little bit more red or like hot pink. It can tend to look infected, like maybe you burnt the side of your tongue. It hides and it tries to blend into the tissue. Um, and that's not something that we usually tend to see. Unless something hurts in our mouth, we're not lifting up our tongue and palpating our neck and, you know, underneath our jaw, feeling the lymph nodes like a dental professional would do um, to see those things. So that's why oral cancer has become... Uh, very deadly, honestly, because it can go so long before it gets diagnosed. Once it, once oral cancer is something that you feel, it's typically very far advanced and it's hard, it's hard to recover from it. Um, <clears throat> and so the look and the feel of it is something that a dental professional is trained to see. So if you're not getting regular visits with your dental professional, you're really lacking um, that preventative measure in your life. And I understand, you know, I think dentistry has kind of, I, I really wish, honestly, I wish that the medical system and the insurance system didn't separate the two. I wish that health insurance included the whole body and that for whatever reason, whoever decided that the mouth was somehow different, and it included different insurance that that didn't happen because it's a, it is a disparaging factor for people because it almost seems like oral care, professional oral care is a luxury and not a necessity. And it's absolutely a necessity um, that you need to have. So uh, with oral cancer, if, if, if you know how your mouth feels and how your mouth looks, which you should when you're doing your oral care, when you're, when you're flossing, that's a great time to get used to, this is what my mouth looks like. This is how my mouth feels. If you have open sores in your mouth that don't heal, that's concerning. Mm -hmm. If you have unusual bleeding, that's kind of a blanket statement because gingivitis and even periodontal disease um, contribute to bleeding, but it's not typically unusual. It's something that you usually experience. But if you've been, you know, visiting your dentist and you're doing good with your oral care and for whatever reason you're having unusual bleeding, like you're, you know, you can compare that to, okay, all of a sudden my hand is bleeding. You know, if your hand just starts bleeding for whatever reason, you're going to be like, okay, something's wrong here. So kind yeah. of look at it that way is trying to, um, put a definition on what unusual is. is swelling in the mouth without a known cause, especially the tongue, especially underneath the tongue. Um, having a chronic sore throat, a change in your voice, a change in the way your voice sounds, um, specifically 
raspiness if you've had, um, I don't even want to say normal, but if your voice has been a certain way and then all of a sudden, it, no matter what you do, it's almost like you have a raspy voice and you can't change that, that's a red flag. That's a serious red flag. Um, having a white or a red patch in the mouth, especially underneath the tongue, on the sides of the tongue. Um, human papillomavirus loves the tongue, and that's where a lot of it is diagnosed, um, on the insides of the cheek as well. Um, you can do your own kind of lymph node test. You know, we, all, we have lymph nodes all over our body, um, and sometimes I can tell, like recently, I've, re I've been recovering from some sort of wicked summer cold, and the lymph nodes in my neck, right up under my ears, were swollen. And I mm -hmm. could just touch it, and they just felt sore, and I just, uh, I just, it, it almost felt good but painful to rub them, but they were enlarged because I was fighting an illness. My white blood cells were up, and my antibodies were doing what they were supposed to do, but it was an indication that something is going on well you have you have those types of lymph nodes all over your body and so when you're in the shower or when you're doing your regular hygiene take note you know how does it feel you're rubbing lotion on your face you're rubbing lotion on your arms if you feel a bump come up somewhere all of a sudden that could potentially be an inflamed lymph node and yeah. if it is, okay, well, why is the lymph node inflamed? So that's another um, uh, thing to look for, <clears throat> recurrent ulcers in the mouth. I think most people have experienced, um, uh, you know, ulcers, like you bite something and you kind of catch the inside of your lip and you get, you know, a little ulcer. Have you ever had one of those, like on the oh. inside of your lip or something? Yes, very annoying. And then you, and then you, yeah, then you rebite it or you get salt in it and it's like the most painful thing ever. Yeah. But, and, and that's normal. But if you get them recurrently and you get multiple, you get three, four, five of them at one time and you, that happens over and over again, that's also a red flag that you have, could potentially have something like an HPV virus in your mouth that's causing that to happen. Um, growth, lumps. Uh, teeth becoming loose, you know, unexplained pain in the mouth or in the ears. Uh, if you have trouble swallowing, um, those are all things that, you know, can potentially be indicators of, you know, oral cancer. Wow. I think it's great that Brilliant makes the special soft toothbrush um, for people in this segment of the population. And like you said, for people that are going through these effects of chemotherapy and also for people going through, you know, recovering from oral surgeries or, you know, people with autism or any kind of disorders where touch and feel is just a, the mouth is just a very sensitive place. And, and for them, it's even more so. And I think it's great that Brilliant has a product that can help people in this segment of the population that honestly kind of go unnoticed. Yeah, and and you know, that's why I work for Brilliant, to be honest, is because they care. Um, and a lot of oral care companies out there, they don't care. Um, they just want to sell your product for a price and that's about it. Um, and they may and they may have, you know, 
small little details or benefits and features of that product, but they're not looking for how can I serve my consumer? How can I serve the public? So the special soft toothbrush and with Brilliant came from the story of a cancer patient. It came from a cancer patient coming to the president of the company and saying, you know what, I love this brush, which wasn't a special soft brush for this reason, and her telling her story to the president of the company, he was like, okay, well, I'm gonna do more for you. So it was this process of you have a need, I wanna fulfill that need for you. And so it's not for everybody. The, the special soft toothbrush is not for everybody. It is, it is supple and it's gentle and it's meant for those special, that's why we call it the special soft. It's meant for special circumstances. Um, and yeah. some of those special circumstances last a long time. Like I have some autism parents that seriously struggle with brushing their kids' teeth because they're so sensory sensitive. The goal of the special soft toothbrush is to be that special tool that you use during that special time, whether that time is two weeks, two years, two months, whatever it is, that will lead you into being able to use a more um, a more firm bristle in a soft toothbrush that removes more uh, plaque and bacteria. But the difference is, you know, you have somebody that's so sensory sensitive, whether that's autism, that's cancer, that's cerebral palsy, that's um, uh, MS, any of those things where, they, where people are like, I cannot take the way that feels. If you can provide them something where they're like, okay, I can tolerate that. There's this mind shift that our body has that is ingrained in us where we know that, okay, we've gotten used to this. Maybe we can shift up. And that's the whole goal from it is like, okay, I can use this special toothbrush. Maybe I could use, you know, and I've used it for six months. Maybe now I can shift to a sensitive toothbrush and then you use that for a while. And then you shift up to a soft toothbrush. You know, the goal is to continue to work towards that place where you're getting the optimal product for the optimal results. But we want, as a company, we don't want to <clears throat> have a product for every person, for every reason, for every place. You know, we've, right. we've specified our stuff for a reason. And that's what I love about our oral care line so much um, is that, and that it's ever evolving too. And we have such a great team of marketing minds and inventors and, um, you know, strategists and artists. It's just, it's empowering to have that ability as a company. It is. And I feel like today has been a good way for you to kind of bring light to that, bring light to a company that cares and that wants to help people. And, uh, and I, and I really believe that this special soft toothbrush already has and will hopefully with this podcast reach more people that it needs to get to because this is a really special segment of the population that really do need help. And I think it's fantastic that Brilliant is willing to give them that. Thank you, Noelle, for just really enlightening us on this today. It's been a real lesson for me. I know I've learned a lot from it and hopefully we've been able to help a lot of people out there who've been searching for something. And hopefully now with this information, they'll be able to find it. Yeah, I hope so too. And um... 
um, anybody that hears it too, just knowing that we are an educational company, I'm available. You know, my information is on our website. So um, I'm open to answering questions and to, to directing people as I know you are as well. And so that's just another benefit that you get when you buy products from us is that you're not just buying the products, you know, you're buying us too. We're here to support the people that we talk about and the and the seasons and the challenges that that we're looking to help. So uh, we're here if you need us. Absolutely. Thank you for joining us, Noelle, and thank you for all the information that you gave us today. And like I said, hopefully we've really helped some people out there. I hope so as well. All right. Have a great day. Thank you, Lori. You as well. Bye.